This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Shouldn't you be at work? It's a lovely chip! Oh, it's a brilliant goal from Lord Bohinen! Still it's not away. Southgate shot. Milosevic scores. DPR could do with a bit of magic from him. Maybe this is it. It is! Andy Sinton from nothing. Brian Roy has headed for his interlead. Whelan. Oh, what a goal from Noel Whelan. No power on it whatsoever. But Taibi has made a horrendous error. Now, you know him better than anybody, probably. Do you back him to score quickly, yes or no? Yes. Oh, it hasn't. No. Hello and welcome to Quickly Kevin, Will He Score? As you will know, our last series finished a few weeks ago and our new series will be dropping in October. But we thought, in the gap between now and then, we'd treat you with a few previews and little excerpts from the bonus episodes we've been making for the Quickly Kevin fan club for years now. There are hours and hours and hours of extra Quickly Kevin content you've probably never heard. So we thought, as a little treat for you, we'll be dropping 20 minutes or so from exclusive episodes from the fan club on to the feed over the weeks just to occupy you uh, until the new series drops. So this is a little excerpt from the first ever Quickly Kevin Fan Club episode we made. It is a watch-along, it is a Quickly Kevin Film Club special. It is on A Shot at Glory and it stars Robert Duvall and Ali McCoist, who is actually brilliant. Uh, if you want to hear this full episode and all the other Quickly Kevin Fan Club episodes, plus the third Steve Bruce murder mystery novel, Sweeper, which is dropping very soon, we'll start that this month, you can sign up at anotherslice.com forward slash Quickly Kevin and join the fan club and get access to all this good stuff. Enough talk. Here it is. Quickly Kevin Film Club, a shot at glory. We've had a lot of requests for this. Uh, We started doing film clubs during the um, lockdown, and this is the film we got requested most, which was A Shot at Glory, a uh, film starring the classic duo of Robert Duvall and former European Golden Boot winner Ali McCoy. (laughs) And I have to say... Looking at the pic- the poster of this film, you imagine it's like what an XJ8 catalogue might look like. It is refined, it is luxurious. You've got the big name on there, Duval. Also Michael Keaton in that 
kind of void between Batman and his resurgence in Birdman. Also on Wikipedia, it says Daniel Day-Lewis is in this. Yeah, that's that's complete bullshit. <laughs> I, Chris, I read the Wikipedia. I went down the cast list. At the bottom, it says Daniel Day-Lewis... And his character name is the one from my left foot. And I don't think that... <laughs> I was, was so excited. I was, when I read that, I, I read that halfway through watching the film and I was like, it distracted me so much from the film trying to keep an eye out for Daniel Day-Lewis. Also, he's a master of disguise. I haven't got authority. He's actually the old tea lady. <laughs> <laughs> pure method. Four months he spent working in a football club as a tea lady for that role. I challenge anyone to watch a film if you're told that somewhere within it, Daniel Day-Lewis might have a surprise cameo. (laughs) You will not be able to pay attention to what's going on. I'd say it's a very modern sign of a bad review is, I was reading the Wikipedia page halfway through watching it. It's never never a good sign. But we should say, can we start, sorry... Um, before we get into the film, there's a couple of things I should say. Um, if you want to watch it before listening to this, I don't know how you two watched it. I seem to watch it on Facebook. Yes, I watched it on Facebook. Did you go in the? Did yeah. you go in the comments? <laughs> Oh, the you're first in for a comment. Treat. So it was just on Facebook. The full yeah. film was on Facebook. I just Googled a shot of glory. Yeah. The first, one of the first links to come up is someone's just put it on there, some Facebook group. Yes. Full film. Wow. Yes, they did. It was a Rangers fans Facebook group. And there's a, people have chipped in when they saw pieces of the film being filmed. So as we oh, go right. through it, I'll point out what some people commented on. Someone wonderful- chipped in. And the worst thing is it went straight over Peter Schmeichel. <laughs> Too soon. That's too <laughs> soon. Is that is that purely for the uh, the non Patreon listeners, Michael? <laughs> We're going to find out, aren't we? It's sort of Inception level PS Michael jokes within jokes within <laughs> jokes. Um, so we should start by uh, if you can go and watch the film and then come back to listen to this. I wait, or you don't have to. I'm not going to force you. But uh, Michael, should we, should we should we have the trailer? Yeah, why not? In the small village of Kilnaki, not much ever changes. You should try this new invention, Gordon, called a car. But now... It is, of course, the recent signing by Kilnaki of Jackie McQuillan. Scotland's most notorious star soccer player... Oh, it's McQuillan! Oh, unbelievable! ...has been chosen to boost the town's struggling team. This guy's going to give us the punch we need, Gordon, to make a run the cup. Don't you want to win a cup? Teams win the cup, Peter. Not prima donnas reminiscing their past glories. He's brought enough pain to you. He's little Jackie's father. I thought he was out of my life forever. For God's sake, Dad, you don't have to be stupid. It was me who had his daughter stolen from him. Katie! The truth is that Jackie and Dad are actually more alike than they are different. Great go, Jackie! You say you want to get back together. You can't even pull yourself together. It will go only as far as our hearts and our lungs will carry us. This is a real chance for Kilnaki. Academy Award winner Robert Duvall, <laughs> Michael Keaton, and introducing Ali McCoist. They are all driven, stubborn, selfish, and as competitive as a pack of street dogs. Those are probably just the best traits. This is our shot at glory, lads. All right? All right? A shot at glory. It's a good thing, this invention, eh?
So I'd say, Michael, you're you're the most filmic of all of us. Uh, you work in the film industry. You have watched lots of films and you know all the lingo. <laughs> Could you uh, give us a kind of brief pricey of what we've gone through here? Yeah. So the film opens with a kind of... Um like a Citizen Kane-style March of Time montage, which is Mm. archive footage, which I can only assume attempts to lay out the landscape of Scottish football, in particular the um, kind of sectarian rivalry between uh, Celtic and Rangers. It does a good job, I'd say, in a sort of a few minutes. It's it's good. And to be honest with you, at that point I was thinking, I'd love just to watch this documentary. Yeah. The built up the rivalry between Rangers and Celtic and the religious aspect of that. And uh, I was really pumped for the start. Yeah, I was really pumped. What happens with these film ones is we all kind of pussyfoot around what each other's views are going to be at the start. There's like a. And we're all tentative. So I'm just going to go in and say, compared to the other films we've watched, this is a genuinely much better film than anything we've seen. I, I agree. I think this. Yeah. And it took me by surprise the quality of the film, which is odd considering. It had Robert Duvall and Michael Keaton in it, as opposed to, you know... Callum Best. Um, Callum Best. <laughs> and, and Darren Day as a Russian mobster. Yeah. It had Darren yeah. Day-Lewis, didn't it? But, um... <laughs> so, um... Yeah. My, I thought it was going to be a When Saturday Comes style, uh, Roy the Rover style film. But actually, the Rangers and Celtic sectarian thing was a huge bit of it that I didn't realise. It was more of a family drama as much as anything else. And I think first things first, Ali McCoyce was fucking great. Yeah. Unbelievably good actor. And also, <laughs> he looks amazing. He's a handsome I don't know if it's just man. He's really, I don't know if it's just because he's so haggard now. But That's, back then... That's, I mean... I think that's a bit... Yeah. I still think Ali McCoyce looks better than all of us. Yes, oh, absolutely. Also, I'd like him as a guest at some point, so let's not... I mean, he's probably not listening to Patreon, but... <laughs> Are we, do you think we're going to be a bit more um, loose-lipped about our views here? Because we think... Because <laughs> Ali's, Ali's not going to sign we're up for the XJ. no one's within the industry is going to sign up for the Patreon. Yeah. Well, I say haggard, but the only time I see Ali McCoyst is when he's on the radio at 6am. Yes. I, I wouldn't look great. He always got no. a bit of stubble on him. And of course, the classic, when you go on Ali McCoy's Wikipedia page, I challenge you to find a better looking man in the 90s. His hair is fantastic. He looks great. He looks a million bucks in this film. But he looks brilliant, but he can act. I'd say his performance is better than Michael Keaton's. <laughs> I, I, and I'm I not saying that for fact. No, fact. I, yeah. I, I think you're right. I mean, I think Ali's making more effort than Michael Keaton, which might make him. <laughs> Keaton's well, turned up for a weekend and cashed his cheque. I'd love to know the ins and outs of Keaton in this. But you know, um, so it was 20 years since this film came out recently and Robert Duvall was interviewed on um, Ross Owen's YouTube channel. I think he's a Scottish interviewer. And Robert Duvall said, that guy McCoist is a natural actor, yeah, a good natural actor. He said he was natural very good. Score a natural actor. <laughs> he said he was very good, even when he was doing a love scene and his real-life wife was right there on set. What's that about, doing a love scene with your wife watching? Oh, my God, that sure is interesting. But he's a great guy. I met Albert Finney, and I mentioned I knew Ali McCoist, and he said, Ali McCoist is sharp as a tack. <laughs> <laughs> um, I worked with Ali McCoist recently, and... It was. It must have been just after this twenty-year anniversary, and he said they'd had a, all the cast had had a Zoom. So he'd had. Yeah, a, this must have been the Zoom. I think anniver- the Zoom. No, but no, like a private anniversary Zoom. They all just <laughs> met up on Zoom. Wow. Duval. I don't know whether Day Lewis was invited. 
Whether he attended in character. There is no way Keaton's turning up for that. Not on your neck. I think Annie McCoist is... I, I, obviously, Michael Keaton is an excellent actor, but are you telling me that he... that Ali McCoist wouldn't have been a good Batman? <laughs> <laughs> he think, would have made a great Robin. Back then, it really frustrated me that Robin wasn't in those early Batman With Mo films. Johnson as Batman. <laughs> um, do you think that... Do you think there's an argument to be made that... It's astonishing that he didn't go on to do more in the way Vinnie Jones did. Oh, question of sport, mate. That's a, no, 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 I don't know. It's a living. But I mean more acting. <laughs> well, I don't know. I was seeing the way he was laughing along the time I feel tough on his jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's something... Got BAFTA for that. There's something that I think you possibly said, Josh, on a previous uh, film pod, and this has proved it for me, is that isn't it easier to teach a footballer to act convincingly than it is to teach an actor to play football convincingly and i think this film is absolute proof of that i think you're right yeah you can't you can't overstate that like it sounds like we're joking but ali mccoy does not he is a great actor it is he does not stick out whatsoever in this there was no point to it i'd say you don't want to like point fingers at people but i'd say he is a better actor than um than the uh, woman that plays Katie, his wife, in it. Yeah. And he's a better actor than Michael Keaton. I th- actually thought Robert Duval was very good as a Scottish football manager. Yeah. I, we're going to have to disagree about this. But why, why do you think he was good? If you ignore the accent, I think. The accent? Yeah, how but- can... The, the words coming out of his mouth bear no resemblance to how a Scottish man talks. <laughs> I he, thought he was bang on. Are you mad? He said, he, so he said in an interview afterwards, he was like... Oh, you know, it was a difficult accent to wrap your head around because it's slightly Scandinavian and slightly. And you're like, don't don't do yourself down, Robert. It's one of your it's best. It's not slightly forces. Scandinavian at all, but the way he does it is Scandinavian. There's bits in it was like, come on, boys, you got to play well, <laughs> and it's like that is that's not how Scottish people talk, Michael. And I, I couldn't believe it. I thought when when he first appeared in that first scene, I thought. Oh, he's, he's having a great time with this. And sometimes I think the enthusiasm can make up for lack of ability sometimes. Yeah. But then I sort of... I, I, I half agree with Chris in that it wasn't a good Scottish accent. But I think you could look beyond that because the moments when he wasn't speaking, what you realise is Robert Duvall's a fucking good actor. So yeah. he can play kind of wistful pensive you know him thinking about the mistakes he's made in his life looking around you know a hotel or his house or the football club he's great like this guy was in the fucking godfather yeah, he's superb i should just say one thing about robert duval it reminded me of um a thing someone told me about kevin costner because acting was all in, in is in the eyes the whole thing apparently is in the eyes and he used to practice in the mirror of his car like you know the, the rear view mirror of yeah. his car just so it was just in his eyes I think Duval does he does his best work silently you're right Michael I, I think he's brilliant in it anyway that's neither here nor there okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road with available H-Track all wheel drive and three row seating my whole family can head deep into the wild Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was 
a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier, thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Yeah. So the brief premise is that Robert Duval is a manager of a, he's kind of an old school Scottish manager. He's the manager of uh, Kil, Kilnocky. Kilnocky. Kilnocky, who are a kind of small Scottish team, which it turns yeah. out are based on Adrianians. Well, Rafe Rovers, he's actually, the whole story is based on uh, the run that um, Rafe Rovers had in the mid 90s. I think they got to two cup finals and, and, and based uh, on John McVeigh, their manager at the time. So that's the character that, that right. Robert Duval's character, Gordon McLeod, is based on. And right. they're, yeah, they're in the second tier of Scot- Scottish football. They've got an American owner who's who's Michael Keaton. He's looking to move them to Dublin because he but thinks that's they're the a worst bit. That's the bit we've yeah. got to deal we'll with. We'll come to that. We will come to that. They need some star power. They signed Jackie McQuillan. Played by Ali McCoyst. From Arsenal. He's a legendary kind of ex-Celtic striker and he's there to kind of save the day. But he used to be married to Robert Duval's daughter and they had well, a kid together, but you, he's kind really of shagged around. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. Slow, 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 slow. Is this not... We don't... Oh, sorry. I'm not <laughs> setting so the scene. I've got six ahead. talking points oh, that yeah. I've just... <laughs> And then, uh, da, 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 and that's the end. Anyway, join us. Uh, I hope you enjoyed paying for Patreon because. Uh, <laughs> but the set, the setup is. All but what, like, what's interesting you- is he signs for him. So let's discuss the fact that they've made a really interesting decision. I think that Ali McCoy's character was a Celtic player rather than a Rangers player, which I think was an interesting decision. Well, I think on so many levels. I mean, obviously, this was written long before McCoy's came on board. But the moment McCoy's comes on board, surely you just copy and paste and change yeah. every Celtic reference to a Rangers reference because they use footage of McCoist when he was a player to sort of illustrate how good this guy yeah. was but McCoist is in Rangers kits and he's in he's wearing that have been coloured in the grade to look green but but and there's yeah. a, a sort of montage at some point in the pub I think it's in the pub the sort of locals are watching this TV in the corner and it yeah. announces Andy Gray comes on the sky uh, and announces that you know the, the the hot news that everyone's talking about is uh, Scottish team Kilnocky have signed this guy, but it's it, that would never happen. This is a Scottish second tier team. No, it's not it's getting its own feature. It's like if someone had signed for Leighton Orient, it's not getting its own segment on Sky Sports with Andy Gray. But there is footage in that montage where he's clearly wearing the Rangers kit coloured. But there's also shots where they haven't coloured it. Like he's wearing the blue rangers yeah. kit like it's it's madness but i've got a theory i've got a theory about this because the whole thing's about the sectarianism and the religious rivalry between rangers and celtic the whole storyline is about the destruction this rivalry causes and i think they've put ali mccoy's character playing for celtic because were he to play for rangers 
and we just swap the teams. So once they get to the final, they play against Rangers, who are his big rivals. Were you to swap it, the whole thing would just look like a pro-Rangers anti-Celtic film. Yeah. And by putting Ali McCoist in a Celtic shirt, you're kind of buying that you can have that rivalry because everyone knows Ali McCoist is a Rangers player. So it buys you one Rangers being the bad guys in a weird way. Right. Yeah, you know, there's a further aspect to this. You know, well, this, the film culminates in uh, Kilnocky playing Rangers and in the Rangers team is Didier Agath, who's a big Celtic player at the time, but he's he's in the Rangers shirt playing for Rangers at the end of the film. So there's even more kind of Celtic and Rangers swappery going on. I'd be fascinated to know, well, I wonder when McCoyce did come on board. Yeah. And what would have happened if he hadn't come on board? Whether Gordon Jury was the... Like, like, who's, who's the next cab on the rank? Like, and was McCoy the first cab on the rank? It's worth saying as well, the football sequences in this film are the best of any best film ever seen. Yeah, ever best seen. Ever like, seen, by distance. But they're too good. It's like, this is an actual game, and these are actual goals that have been scored. So how does it work? I'd love to know, and I couldn't figure it out. Whoever's choreographed these, they look so... Ri- I think they are playing a game, and they're just filming it, and then they're using what's in the game, right? Yeah. I looked at the credit. I waited for the end of the credits to try and make sense of it, and there was a, there's a... The last message on the credits says something like, uh, and thank you to all the fans who came along to watch the games and cheered so vigorously. That's like the last thing that comes up on the... Do you think they're, they're pre-season-style games, and they're just using them? Yeah, because I thought it was... Um, the first game they play, they, they kind of enter the cup. I thought it was Leeds in a kind of pre-season friendly, but I imagine it's a Scottish team. I couldn't yeah. quite figure out who it was. But yeah, they're real games. There's nice sure. bits, like there's just deflections and stuff. Yeah. And then the, and you just don't... Obviously, that can't be scripted. And it it feels very real. One of the early goals that Jackie McQuillan scores is an, Ali McCoy's, is an, a magnificent overhead kick that looks that, legit. No, it's I not, don't think that is legit. You what do you really? think, Michael? I don't know. It's a hell of a goal if it is legit. <laughs> it's sort of like Wayne Rooney against Man City level. Yeah, like, it's, 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 yeah. it's a fantastic goal. It's like goal. Gareth Bale one, isn't it? Yeah, but I think the thing that they do, the, 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 grammatically the thing for me visually that worked was they use the football wide angle shot. Like that, that, that mm. sort of when you watch football, if you've grown up watching football on telly, that's your go-to shot. That's the sort of foundations of how you watch a football match. They don't try and get down at like pitch level. There's very few sort of like handheld running along with the feet of the players. Yeah. It's actually far more static and less cinematic, but it feels more realistic as a result. They've put real players in. There's one player, and I didn't see whether it was actually him, but he keeps getting mentioned. Uh, is Owen Coyle and I was it like is Owen is Co- it, Owen? it is I, I, <laughs> yes. I thought I thought well that's weird that they've called that player Owen Coyle <laughs> but it is actually Owen Coyle but in my mind Owen Coyle is like 70 years old I couldn't believe it but, but the film was made nearly 20 years ago so Owen Coyle was about 35 years old and probably playing yeah. in Scotland they're really, I think they're really pleased about getting Owen Coyle because they consistently refer to him by his full yeah. name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also, yeah, Owen Coyle setting up every goal. Yeah, he takes every set They've really got their money's worth out of Owen Coyle. <laughs> I also thought Owen Coyle, like, there'll be maybe be... I think Owen Coyle is a real dividing line in probably our listenership because there'll be... Half our listenership will know Owen Coyle as manager. I think half would know him as player. He's mm. right in that dividing line. I know him as a manager. But I vaguely remember it. He uh, was after now, pl- how can you scrub the memory of his I, playing I know him as a film star. I know him as a film star now. <laughs> should, we, um, should we walk through a little bit? Yeah. The film yeah can I just what? say, so 
the premise of the film basically revolves around the cup. They, I'm not sure they can't call it the Scottish Cup for legal reasons, but they refer to it consistently as the cup. And also, like, the start of the film, they build up this club, Kill Nokia. They're like, they've made this big signing, and there's their big American owner, Michael Keaton, going, what is ambitions of the club? And then it kind of cuts to the, the pitch. And one of the, the stands is just a mat, like a grassy yeah. knoll. And the, yeah. the, other, the main stand is about a fifth of the size of a full stand. And you're like, what yeah. kind of club is this? Like, to warrant this attention? I don't think... I think that... I know we get criticised for not having enough Scottish knowledge, <laughs> but I think you quickly get to that level if you go down the Scottish leagues. It's not like... It's not got the depth of the English leagues before you're getting to 1,000 people. Yeah. Yeah. But once again, don't email in. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, so the, yeah. the, the really bad... So it's, it's an interesting premise. It's revealed that Ali McCoist is... Robert Duval's son-in-law, he's kind of got an on-again, off-again relationship and a son with Robert Duval's daughter, and Robert Duval hates him. Um, but the real problem storyline for me is that Michael Keaton's character, the owner, has decided he's going to move the club to Dublin. Yeah, it's yeah. mad. It just doesn't make any sense at any level. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And he says, what does he say? Um, I'm thinking of moving this team to Dublin. They're so hungry for professional football over there. And you're like, even if they are, you moving your second tier Scottish Division club to Dublin isn't going to suddenly implement sort of the infrastructure changes required <laughs> at a grassroots level for Irish football to suddenly be professionalised. It's not Wimbledon. Well, there you have it. That was a little excerpt from A Shot at Glory. If you want to hear that full episode or all the other episodes we've done on the Quickly Kevin fan club, you can sign up at anotherslice.com forward slash quickly Kevin. We'll have another bonus episode for you next week. And if you want to hear the first few chapters of Steve Bruce's final murder mystery novel, Sweeper, you can sign up right now for the fan club and you'll get access to those this month. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Robbie Slater, see you later. 